experience the reality of the gospel and receive light, life, and the joy of the Holy Ghost. As you listen to today's message, Danny Doku, a real blessing to you. It's our Macarius Sunday. And every, every, it's very important to receive the blessings for the month. Hallelujah. So what we will discuss will be on based on the blessings of God. Hallelujah. Then we can uh, decree benedictions. Praise God. Hallelujah. So I'm talking about faithfulness and the blessing. Faithfulness and the blessing of God. faithfulness and the blessings of God. Hallelujah. What we have to understand is that God has, there is the general blessings of God for every mankind. So when we say somebody is receiving God's blessings, there is a general blessings of God. And the general blessings of God is that one, you don't need to be a Christian. As long as you're a human being, you will enjoy God's general blessings. So some of God's general blessings is that if you labor, you will profit. Okay. Because he said that in every labor, there is profit. Hallelujah. So whether you are born again, you are not born again, if you work hard at your work, you are going to see profits at it. Yeah. Glory to God. He said the same God that will send the, 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 uh, the Son upon us. The fact that you are a believer doesn't mean that when you will receive sunlight and somebody will not. It is for everybody. So there are things that are naturally, God will do it for everybody. He'll do it for the Muslim. He'll do it for the Buddhist. He'll do it for the Christian. If a Muslim plants maize, he will not harvest honey. He will still harvest the maize. The same way for a Christian too as well. Glory to God. So those are the general blessings of God. And, And the world can use those general principles to still make money. So you can make money and be blessed in this life even if you don't know God. Mm. That is why the cheapest thing anybody can do is to get money. Because anybody can get money. So you can see, that's why there are people who respect people with money. If you respect too much money, you end up respecting a kidnapper who is kidnapping people for money. Because he has kidnapped so many people, he has made millions of dollars, he's flashing his cars outside, and the guy who is living a faithful life, who seems not to be having money, you look down upon the person. So money is not the yastic, because anybody can have money. I've seen foolish people who have a lot of money, and wise people don't seem to have that lot of money. So look at somebody and say, it's not about the money, oh. There's a danger for people to marry people because of money. Okay. If you marry somebody because of their money, you are in a big loss. Because anybody can get money. I want that to drum into your head. Look at somebody and say, look, anybody can get money. Oh. Yes. Sometimes you can enter a big house and you see the things inside and you'll be like, God, where am I in this life? But how the person made the money, you can't do that one. So you see the person, you be like, oh, no, we, did, we are existing. Ah. And some people are living. Oh, my God. 
Because a guy can take trip to Dubai, can take trips every now and then. And you moving from here to Mataiko is a problem. You look down upon yourself. But there is a blessing beyond money. And that is what God wants to give to you. Clap your hands for God. Yeah. So you can marry somebody who has a lot of money and you can leave him. Because sometimes it's not about the money. I've seen rich people whose, whose wife left them. If you, somebody leaves a very rich man and they leave the person, then you know that there's something, it's not money. So Bill Gates' wife divorced him. Who will leave Bill Gates? That is why I need to tell the young man something. Look, if you are chasing a lady and you are going to use your money, you are not confident in life. You are a weak man. It is your personality. Okay. What has God invested in you? That is what you got to use. Because you will see some foolish guy who has gone to kill somebody okay. and come to use blood money to take the lady that you love. Wow. When you can pray. Ah. When you are a Christian, you are anointed mm. by the Holy Ghost. Okay. Uh, they don't like what I'm saying. Like okay, let me leave it. Let me stop. This is what it is. Now, Bill Gates' wife left Bill Gates because... Today we are talking now. Left Bill Gates because he was dealing with his best friend that used to come to the house. was a a, a guy that was trafficking uh, teenage ladies. Stubborn guy. When 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 they arrest him, he finds a way out. And the wife was like, if this guy is your best friend then I'm afraid of you. Because you have to withdraw from that guy. The guy will still come to the house. So the woman will cry and cry and cry and say, look, I realize that you really love this guy as a friend. And I cannot be there for you that a guy who has been trafficking teenage ladies. Some of you don't know what is happening in this world. eh? Maybe you should go watch the movie Taking. Then you realize that people are, are being trapped. Why are you laughing like that? <laughs> Have you been taken before? <laughs> Clap your hands for the Lord. <laughs> yeah. Then you realize that, look, this world is crazy. Okay. They auction the ladies for sale. Because they have money. So the wife's like, if I stay with you, then maybe you are sponsoring this guy quietly. Because you must stand for values. So he divorced him because of that. At a certain stage of your life, too much money becomes a problem. That is why God's remedy is that when you have money, you will give to the work of the ministry. Because if you don't, money will corrupt you. And money has a power to corrupt. So much powerful. So sometimes, let's say, uh, Mrs. Uh, uh, what name can I use? Ah. Huh? No, it's not Mr. I mean, young name. Get me Romeo. Ah. Romeo is dating who? Ah. Of course, Julius. Ah. <laughs> so let's say <laughs> Romeo is dating Juliet, and Ro- Juliet has realized some character flaws in Romeo. 
And because of that, he wants to leave Romeo. And Romeo says that very soon I'll make it. Please, let him make it. Because making it is not anything. Because me too, I'm going to make it. Yeah, because of that, you think that, okay, if you make it, then I'm, I've, I've lost. Do you know that some of the most unhappy people are people who have married to great men? Most of them are not happy. They just come and they snap pictures and they're like, whoa. And you are like, wow, if I was married to this great man. Ben, you don't know the person's character. He has a lot of houses, he has a lot of money. He can buy cars for the wife. And sometimes when they're showing you all these things, they'll show you the nights that they are crying. And you with your simple man, you can just get into your kitchen, cook some cocoa yam with some uh, pepper poetry, and the two of you, you are eating and you are laughing. The man is not even around for even to laugh with him. He has so much money, he does whatever he wants. Be careful of men who have too much money and they are not under Christ. Because when a man's money comes, his ego increases. You can't tell him what to do. A man who doesn't love God with so much money is a dangerous man. You are going to tell him that he's cheating. He will bring the ladies to the house. No, to you, what, what will you do? He'll tell that if you are tired, you can go. And I will settle you. Yes. He will give you money to get out. I'm trying to diffuse your mindset about money. So that you will not chase things like that. You will go for people with character. Uh, I've just changed somebody's life. So you see young ladies, if a guy is proposing them, they'll look at the guy's shoe first. And you'll see another guy who is, I don't trust students whose parents are not rich, but they live a lavish lifestyle. I can never trust you. Because you don't have job. I don't see the business you're doing because nowadays anybody can do anything. But those are the, the ones that the ladies like. Because they come to campus with their car. See, this guy, your birthday, just buy you iPhone. Just buy you, buy you. Very soon, you'll be the one they'll use for the sacrifice. Because check his house. Go look at where his father is living. His father doesn't have money. His mother doesn't have money. He look into the family. No uncles have no money. He goes there. He builds some small laundry by the side. And tell that that's where he's making the money from. And the guy is spending big. He drives a Mercedes on campus. <laughs> and the ladies are after the guy. Because to them, they are looking at the outward. Look at the guy whose shoe is like some way. But has a good character. Because very soon he to his money will come. Amen. And when a man with good character has money. Oh it's like heaven on earth. Can the amen be louder? Amen. I prophesy over your life that your eyes will not look at the wrong things. Amen. Your eyes will look at the right things. Amen. You'll be connected to the right people. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Clap your hands and shout glory to God. Yeah. Have I helped somebody? So those are the things that are the general blessings of God. But God's specific blessings where he brings you into the Macarios. And this is the place where you are in constant shalom. God's perfect peace. Hallelujah. 
these ones, you God will bring into that realm when you are faithful. It's faithfulness. She see, if somebody is married to, and he's comparing his husband to the next door neighbor. Because the next door neighbor, on their birthday, and they, they will be shouting too. And the next door neighbor, their the birthday, the wife is just coming, there is a car, and she's screaming, yeah! And you are in the house, you look, you say, hey. This my husband can't cry, he has not bought me. <laughs> Those things will kill you. Enjoy what you have. Look at somebody and say, what are you enjoying? Tell him that enjoy what you have now. Can the amen be louder? So because we look at those things, it may elude us from getting to God's uh, specific blessings for our life. So we don't become faithful believers. Because it is only faithfulness that will catapult you to receiving God's rewards. That will bring you into that perfect shalom. And that one, what others are fighting for, God puts them at your feet. Can the amen be louder? Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 3. Wherefore, brethren, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, Jesus Christ. Who was faithful to him that appointed him, as also was Moses, was faithful in all his house. So the criteria was that Jesus, who is the son of God, when he came on earth, he was faithful to him that appointed him. So the Bible says, wherefore, God has also highly exalted him. That even his name, God invested all his power in the name of Jesus. What a reward. Jesus didn't come to come and build real estate to look for anything. No, he came to be faithful to the master, to God who had called him and appointed him. And when he remained faithful, look at the reward he got. Then the Bible talks about Moses, that Moses was faithful in all of his house. Let's go. For this man was counted worthy of more glory than Moses. Inasmuch that he who has also built the house has more honor than the house. Uh-huh. For every house is built by some man. He's comparing Moses' faithfulness to Jesus' faithfulness. Two very faithful people. Moses and Jesus. Because Moses was the one that was going to bring deliverance. To six million people. You got to be faithful to handle that one. For every house is built by some man, but he that built all things is God. Let's go. And Moses verily was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which were to be spoken after. Moses was faithful. God demands faithfulness from you as a Christian. You cannot live anyhow because you have been called out from the world into his marvelous light. And now if you want to enjoy God's supernatural blessings that brings peace and add no sorrow, God demands faithfulness. Hallelujah. But you see, Christians, well, see, sometimes see people just pray. They are just praying. They are praying so that God will bring a breakthrough. They are praying. God has already brought a breakthrough. But many are not faithful in the little. And most of them, people despise little things. 
If the thing looks small, they don't want it. They want the already made one. But when you are faithful with the little, God is going to reward you and add more and keep adding more till you get to that place. Can the amen be louder? You have to decide, Father, I'm going to be a faithful servant. I'm going to be faithful. Look at it. He said faithful in all of his house. And some three areas that God would demand faithfulness. Number one, your faithfulness to God. Now that you are born again, God demands faithfulness. Your faithfulness to God. And if you are a Christian, you don't pray because you need something from God. You pray because you ought to pray. You pray because you ought to communicate with God. Hallelujah. They are husbands. They only talk to their wife and send them nice text messages because they are waiting for the night. When a woman, when you do a woman like that, after a while, she'll start dodging you. When you can say abdominal pain. Because that's all is on your mind. You don't spend time for us to talk, no koinonia. The day you buy flour, it means you are waiting for something. There are many, they send you an emoji, mm, I love you. They are waiting for the night. Why must it be like that? And if there is nothing, they won't mind you. When you go to work, they don't even check up on you. How are you doing? How are things, you know? The day they are nice. The day they iron your, your dress and polish your shoe, you are in trouble. <laughs> there is an, <laughs> there is an, <laughs> oh, you are laughing at me now. Clap your hands for God. Oh, keep clapping. <laughs> So you don't, you will not feel, women, am I not talking for you? You will not feel loved. And anytime a woman doesn't feel loved, it's like they have screwed some things in between their legs like this. It is difficult for it to open. You will need, hey, I'm breaking some code, man. Oh, somebody said I'm spoiling them. All right, so let's go to faithfulness. It is loved. And if they have to do, it's difficult. But when a woman is loved, the screws on loose. When you're the best, she's the one who put her leg across you. Say, don't you want me? <laughs> I've given men codes. Let your love be constant. Oh, clap your hands for God. Communicate, hallelujah. Don't buy juice because you need something. And this is what we do with God. So we come to God, except we need something from God. We will not pray. Oh, they are still laughing here. <laughs> except we need something from God, we will not pray. So God says no. He wants koinonia, constant fellowship. So your faithfulness with God, how consistently you pray, whether things are good or things are bad. As you are faithful in that, you realize that God will pour you down a blessing. And things that you have not even asked, God will begin to do it. Can the amen be louder? I pray that your faithfulness in prayer will increase. You will not give excuses for not praying. Can the amen be louder? Your relationship with God, your giving... God is looking at that. Your commitment to God. 
God expects us to be faithful. And you realize that when you are faithful with God, it's easier to be faithful with men. Anybody, because it's hard dealing with spiritual things like that. But when you are faithful in the things of God, it's very easy to be faithful with things that pertain to men. And God is calling you to a certain level of faithfulness. I pray that your faithfulness will increase. You won't come to church because you need something from God. And that when you get all the money, you won't come to church again. But your faithfulness will be constant. So that you can enter into the Macarius. Can the amen be louder? That's why I see you. You buy a Range Rover. But yet you still come to church. You live in a big house. But nothing moves you. You still wake up and pray. Can the amen be louder? There are many people, if they break through, they'll stop praying. So there's nothing to pray about. All they are looking for us come again. Don't wake up midnight to pray. Why would they wake up midnight? When they wake up midnight now, father, I die, yeah, yeah. The thing come now, they'll sleep. Because you're not understanding the power of faithfulness. Faithfulness is consistency. This is what I do. I don't do it just because I gain whatever. I'm doing it because of what God expects of me. I ought to do it. Can the amen be louder? Clap your hands and shout glory to God. Am I speaking to somebody? Another area that God will expect faithfulness from you is in your family. If you are married, it's a huge thing. God will expect faithfulness from you. First Timothy chapter 3. Verse um, 9. 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 9. Holding the mystery of the faith in pure conscience, and let these also first be proved, that let them use the office of a deacon being found blameless. He's talking about those who want to be deacons, deaconesses, and even pastors in the house of God. He says that these people ought to be found blameless. Then the verse 11 is where I like. He said, even so must their wives be grave, meaning they have to be sober, not slanderous, but sober, faithful in some things. Faithful in all things. Somebody said, thank God it's wives. No, he put wives there because the guy who was being appointed was a male. So if it was a female that was also being appointed, this will go for the husband. So the husband must be grave, must not be a slanderer, must be sober and faithful in all things. Hallelujah. Most of you, when we talk about faithfulness in marriage, we look at only the marital bed. But no, you must be faithful to your children. You must be faithful in all things that pertains to the marriage. If you are called to, uh, uh, um, which word cannot use? Ooh, the vocabulary is finished. But if you are called to serve in that marriage, you serve faithfully. You know your role as a husband. You don't do it because your wife is good or not. You do it because that is what you ought to do. You don't, you don't serve your husband because your husband is now bringing money, or now he doesn't bring money. You serve him because that is what you ought to do. You don't take care of your children because your children are good. You do that because it is your responsibility. Whether they are good or bad, you will still take care of your children because God expects that from you. Now, a man who is able to do that, there is a blessing that comes with that. 
He realized that his business will be moving. He realized that things will just be working in his life. The same way for a woman, if the woman is faithful to the husband in all things, she will realize that things will just begin to work for her. And this is where many Christians will fail. If you pray and you are not faithful in all things, you realize that where you are supposed to receive the blessing, you don't receive it. Because prayer does not do everything. There are things that it's your faithfulness that will attract it to you. I don't care how much you pray. If you sue from your boss and your boss sacks you, your, bo- your boss sees you, he will sack you. You are not faithful. You can pray heavens down. It will not happen. So you realize that Christians are looking for breakthroughs. But look, this Christian work is, uh, I'm just real, it's so practical and simple. If you can be doing the things that God wants you to do, you will not need to be moving around. You say this prayer, you, uh, you say this, oh. Because I know that people can get breakthroughs today and they lose their breakthrough. Because they are not faithful. So your faithfulness will even be able to test how you can manage breakthroughs. Because your breakthrough will come and because you are not faithful, that breakthrough can leave you. So a man of God can lay hands on you by his anointing, a door will open. But your, your lack of faithfulness will let you out of that door. I pray that you become faithful. Amen. I don't like the amen. Shake somebody and say, hey, be faithful. Yes. We got to be faithful. Got to spend time with our children. Spend time with the wife. Spend time. Hallelujah. Spend time with your husband. Hallelujah. These are the things that God wants us to do. As long as you decided to be in that marriage, you got to be faithful in all things. So that the blessing, that ma- there is a blessing that comes with marriage. Those who are not married will not receive that one. But if you are married and you want to receive that marital blessings, then now that you are in that institution, you got you to you be faithful. There are people, when their husbands when you should, they don't even know it. Hmm. The husband's haircut, they don't even know it. Their wife, her new hairstyle, they have not seen it. They still see you and they feel like, hello, hi. They have not seen that your hairstyle has changed because you are not paying particular attention. There are mothers that their children can even come and put on cornrow and don't see it. No. One day I went to the barber shop when I was young and I look at the certain black American guy on this and I said they should give me that haircut. And when they finish, yeah, we call it a boy. Whether it's a girl or a boy. And I put one here like that. Oh, man. I was looking fly. When I came home, my mother said, what is that line? I said, it's called a boy. The way she knocked me. <laughs> she knocked And said, my friend, go back and go and clean it. I said, it cannot be clean. She took me there and they cut off all my hair. <laughs> yes, because that is a mother that is notice, noticing things. You're, you have noticed that your, 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 your son is making free night calls. Mm. You know, you're talking, say, hello. When you see what you call him and say, hey, we have been there. Ah. Call him and sit there and say, son, what we are doing, we, we used to throw stones. Ah. Sit down and tell me which girl are you talking to so that we can help you. If not, you'll be amazed that that guy can bring you big trouble because you are not paying attention. 
Look at someone and say, hey, pay attention, pay attention. You can be in a marriage and you don't pay attention to anything. You don't even know. If your husband came home tired, will you know he's tired? You just say, oh, it's one of those things. You are tired, eh? Ah, go and go and sleep. No. If you're... <laughs> they will not like the things I'm saying, so let me stop it. If your wife came home tired, will you know? That's where you got to learn how to massage. Some of you have never massaged the feet of your husband before. The feet of your wife before. No. Hey, me, I should massage her feet. What am I looking for? That's why. You are too strong as an African man. You are too hardened. Because you have decided to enter into the institution. As long as you are in it, you got to be faithful. In all things. Faithful to his food. Making sure that his food is okay. If your husband is dressing and going out, will you check the dressing? You don't tell him that this shirt you are wearing, it looks, it looks some way. It's faded. Come on. Go and change it. Maybe I don't talk about my dressing. One, Rebecca. Because the people outside will lie to you. They'll tell you, wow, that's a nice dress. <laughs> 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 they know it's not nice. God is calling us into a level of faithfulness. Why? He wants to bring that blessing. I see you receiving blessings. Say, say, I'm receiving blessing. I'm receiving. Say it again. Say it again. And you realize that when you're faithful in things like that, you realize that things you begin, they are things that you have not, pre- you realize that they are just working. You know, these game boys, eh, they know that they are trapping their own destiny. You know, sometimes the devil can anoint your brain to become smart in the wrong way. You can become smart. You do, you're able to get things, you know. You can even lie fast. And you're always getting yourself out. But the devil is trapping you. You are, you are sick, but you don't know. It's like when the HIV virus gets into your body, you will not know. You can look healthy. But a virus is taking its time to break your immune system without you knowing. And very soon, you get so sick that you, are, you get to a place where you cannot even, treatment may not be able to help you. And that is how the devil may trap some people. They are sick, they will not call for help. They can lie and get things out. And every time they think they are okay, but there is a virus eating their character. There is a virus ready to destroy them, but they don't know it. The earlier they get treatment, they will become better. I pray if something is eating you spiritually, May the treatment of God come in. This is your amen. I don't like it. May the treatment of God come in. In Jesus' mighty name. Can the amen be louder? Lastly, your faithfulness to the work of God. Your faithfulness to the work of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 4. We are all called to do something for the house of God. Every one of us. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1. Let a man account of us as of the ministers of Christ. We all are ministers of Christ. Immediately you, are, you got born again. God wants you to do something in the house of God. Never come to church, cross your leg, and go home. There is a blessing that comes with working in the house of God. If you don't do it, you will never receive. These are God's specific blessings. He said, let a man account of us as the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Uh-huh. 
Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. A man must be found faithful. If you are at the Christian, God wants you to minister to those kids with faithfulness. You don't do it anyhow. Praise God. Because this particular one, the blessings are here on earth and they have eternal rewards too. It is the work of the ministry that you get blessed here and you get blessed in heaven. So this one, you don't joke with it at all. If God has called you as a giver to the work of the ministry, be a faithful giver. Don't look at your presence and keep giving. Because you are giving and you are seeing the work of the ministry moving. You will be blessed here and in the age to come. Can the amen be louder? There is some level of protection over those who are working in the house of God. God, Because God knows that these people, they are not replaceable. So angels are on assignment on their life. They don't die anyhow. God is working on them. That is why if you are a young person here and you are not doing anything in the house of God, I pity you. Because this is the time. When you marry, you may not get all the time. This is the time that you can give all your heart. Hallelujah. So when you come and married men are standing at the car park, and you, you are not married, and you just came to church, you, fall, you are on your heels, you are coming like this. Though when you get to heaven, there will be nothing for you. Zero. You came, you came to wear heels. You came to show your dress. And you show your shoe. God is calling you to a place of faithfulness. That you don't do the work of God anyhow. Clap your hands and shout glory to God. You then say, I used to be an usher. I used to be. Hey. The devil is stealing blessings. I, u- I used to sing in church. But now because of those church people sting, I've stopped singing. Glory. Thank God for your life. But you are still working. All the things that have been happening to you at work, you will still look for another, another job. You must keep singing. It's called faithfulness to the end. No matter what happens, I will keep singing. I will sing till Jesus comes. If I have to join heaven choir, I will join heaven choir. I'm a singer and so shall it be for life. Clap your hands for God. Yeah. One day I knew the guy. The guy can usher. Usher has entered into his blood. When he finds himself in another church, as a visitor, he finds himself, and he's sitting, he wants to usher. When somebody's coming, he has forgotten that it's not his church. The, the ushering has entered into him, just like Pastor Isaac. Organizing has entered into him. When they went to somebody's wedding and said, no, they don't arrange the chairs like this. Oh, am I lying, Pastor V? And he started arranging the chairs. Because, because he has done it. It has entered into his bones. Because he can't see them arranging the chairs. And he said, no, the way the sun is coming this way, we have to shift the chairs toward it is inside. What are you doing for God that when you find yourself somewhere, indirectly you start working? That shows how faithful you are. And these faithful people, they receive God's tremendous blessings. There is a blessing that will come to you. That will not go to anybody but those who have decided to work for God. I pray that you receive. Oh, your amen. Some people are not saying amen because they have not been doing anything for God. And they are very guilty. No matter how guilty you are, there is time to repent. The days of ignorance, God has wintered, but now call it every man to repentance. Now that you have repented, receive of the blessings. Receive of the blessings. 
tell yourself, I'll never be in the house of God without doing it in the house of God. I'll find something that fits. Say it again. And I'll be faithful to it. And sometimes when people are working for God, that is where all the complaints come. Some of you complain too much. Just shut up and work for God. You see, they did this. And if they do that, I won't sing the choir again. If you don't sing, where will you sing? You go and sing for Kwabna Kwabna. No, it's in the choir. It's in the choir. One day I knew a guy. I called him. That. He's my mate. He said, come and play bass for me. He said, no. If I come, I'll charge you. Because I play for a match in the day. I play for the day. I look at him and I laughed. I knew his life won't go anywhere. If you do that, your life won't go anywhere. And upon all the money, he's still not gotten anywhere. Because God, when you serve him, he will bless you. Yes. When we're about to start the ministry, I had a friend. I said, come, come, let's work for God. He said, no, I'll be hungry. Two weeks ago, he called me. He said, it's been 10 years and I'm still hungry. Can you send me some money? He said, I thought that I can secure myself. You can secure yourself. Your security is in God. And sometimes people make us feel like we are fools for working for God. You are not a fool. God's rewards will come to you. In this age and in the age to come. There are many big people here. You are seeing them on earth. They won't get in it. When they get to heaven, they are nobodies. And that one is going to be permanent. That's what the Bible says that there will be gnashing of teeth. If you are gnashing your teeth in heaven, it means that you will gnash it to the eternity. Because now you see all the opportunities that God gives you. That, you see, the Bible says God is not unfaithful, unrighteous. The little things you do in the house of God, God will reward you big time. Big time. Big time. Some people are going for prayer and praying, and God says, do something. Accounting, and when we are doing it, let's stop murmuring. Let's give it our best. If we are criticizing, we are criticizing because we want it to be better. Right. Not because we are just pointing, hey, you people, oh, 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 oh. stop assassinating people's character. Mm. Now, can I tell you that life is hard for you right now because of something somebody has said about you? Wow. Gossip can make life hard. And in this world, every day, somebody is saying something about you. Imagine somebody is going to buy Hiljo's yogurt. And somebody said, that yogurt. And yet, they're back on, back on, back. Do you know what you are putting in that person's mind? He has not tasted the yogurt, but his mind has tasted it. Yeah. Yeah. It will prevent him. He will also carry it. Matisse, that yogurt is not nice. The same way, if somebody said, that yogurt, the way it is nice. Ah, and people will rush to it. That's the same way the negative one will cause people not to. Maybe your breakthrough didn't come because somebody went to gossip to you about your boss. They said, that girl can't do the job. Maybe the guy that wants to marry you, but somebody are going to say, this girl, she's an area girl. And all the boys know her. She has slept on every bed in the area. The person has destroyed your character. That is why when you wake up, you pray. Father, anything being said about me, I overturn. I overturn. I two people are going for contract. One went to pass by the boss and said some bad things so that the thing will come to him. Do you know what people can do because of power? Do you know what people can do because of sex? Do you know what people can do for money? People can, they don't mind assassinating your character. 
So anytime you are destroying somebody, you are destroying every opportunity that must come to the person. That is why when you betray somebody, sorry is not enough. Sorry, you can't just come and say sorry. Why won't you buy a car? <laughs> let me let me go here. Why, why would, because you because of you, I lost one million dollar contract. Then you come in the bank. I, I didn't know what came over me. I am sorry. Did I get a contract back? No. I don't like these people. No. Did no. I get the contract no. back? No. That is why, look, be careful of how you are betraying people. There are things you don't talk about. Look at somebody say, be careful. The way you want to betray me, be very careful. Ah. <laughs> Some people can even betray their husband. They can discuss something in the morning, in the evening. Something very sensitive. They'll go and tell their friend. Ah. You have betrayed a man. There are things about your husband that nobody must know. And there are things about your wife that nobody must know. Because there are things that when people get to know, they cannot deal with it. It's only God that can deal with it. That is why every family has family secrets, including yours. They don't like, let me just say. Sample, they have everything to go and talk. You are, you are betraying. You are a tailbearer. And when you are doing that, you think you are just talking. You are destroying something. That is why sometimes bitter people are the most dangerous people. Even in a church. Something can happen with somebody in the church, and when the person goes, will destroy the church. The person thinks that he's doing something good, but what he has said will stop somebody from coming to church. A soul that could have been helped. And that answer, you answer it in heaven. It's a dangerous thing. God wants us to be faithful. And that another area is faithful with your mouth. Faithful. There are things my mouth cannot say. Even if I know it, my mouth won't say I shouldn't be the one to say it. Sometimes, one day when a friend of mine died, those who were not there, we were there, the guy died. Within five minutes, I saw the obituary. RIP, I say, ah. <laughs> How did they know? We were there, five minutes, this person died. Some people, they are in a hurry to post RIP. Ah. They are not in a hurry to post birthdays. They are in a hurry to post bad news. When somebody dies, sometimes I take my time. Because maybe the person is not dead. One day you post RIP and realize the person is not dead. <laughs> Tell somebody you are the one that the man of God is talking about. Look, our heart is very fragile. So sometimes when you betray people, it will take them a long time to recover. That's why when you are making friends and you are making friends, the person is investing that friendship, the person trusts you. Be careful you don't betray that friendship. Because sometimes you have caused the person not to trust anybody again. And sometimes it can take 10 years, 15 years. Because the person's heart is broken because of what you did. May it never be said of us. Oh, I don't like the way you're doing Say, Father, may it never be said of me. Clap your hands and shout glory to God. That's why those who serve very important people, when you get around them, you swear an oath. Because sometimes those people, when you see something, they come and say it. Nobody will believe them again. So you, you do, when you serve a tomb for you, can't go and be seeing the things is happening in here and his wife house, and you're going to say it. No. That's why we have secretaries. Secretary comes from the word secret. So secretary, it means that somebody who has mastered in keeping company secrets. So the person is put there to 
keep the company secret. That is why if you are discussing some things with a married, not many married men and women have enough wisdom. By the time they go on their marital bed and they are okay, they start releasing secrets. What is wrong with you? They're saying all things about their boss. You can be with somebody. You know work in their office, but you know everything in their office. Ah, you know some now. Ah, oh, oh, you don't know. Yes, they are trivial things, but sensitive stuff must be kept there. You don't have to release. I'm faithful with my mouth. Say it. Tell, tell somebody, that thing I told you, I hope you have not told anybody. Ah. <laughs> look, another person has told somebody, look, another person and say, hey, 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 don't do that again. It's not a good one. Protect my image. Can the amen be louder? Church of your I release grace upon you. Amen. You'll be faithful amen. with your work with God. Amen. You'll be faithful amen. with your marriage. Amen. You'll be faithful amen. in your work with God. Amen. You'll be faithful with your mouth. Amen. And as you remain faithful, may God's blessings overshadow you. Amen. May it overshadow you. Amen. Oh, can the amen be louder? Amen. One day I was going to preach somewhere and somebody else said so many bad things about me to the mouth of man of God. And it's not contemplating. Is it me that I will lose? No. I don't lose anything. Because all the investment God has made to me, all the people I was supposed to go and minister to, they will not receive it because of somebody's slander. Slanderous. May God help us. Hope you are blessed by today's message. To correspond with Reverend Danny Doku and receive more of such anointed teachings, you can visit dannydoku.com or download the Danny Doku Digital Pool on Google Play Store or App Store for your iOS devices. You can look us up on any of our social media handles, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram or contact us on 055-820-2278. 055-820-2278. Thank you.